This is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. The family of Buffalo Bills defensive back DeMar Hamlin issued a statement thanking the public for its support and continued prayers. Hamlin remains hospitalized in critical condition after going into cardiac arrest on the field in Cincinnati Monday night. According to his uncle, Dorian Glenn, Hamlin was resuscitated twice, once on the field and once at the hospital. He said his nephew has lung damage but called it a good sign that Hamlin is breathing using only 50% of the ventilator. That's down from 100%. So that is a good sign, according to his uncle. If there is uh, one great thing to come out of this, it's the outpouring of support for Hamlin, his family, and the charity that Hamlin started a couple years ago. Going into Monday night's game, Hamlin's GoFundMe page for that charity, less than $3,000 in donations. But after watching what transpired on the field in Cincinnati, NFL players, past and present, as well as professional athletes who play in other sports and football fans from around the world began donating. And as of this morning, it's around $6 bucks. Not too shabby. Tom Brady, $10,000 he dropped. Russell Wilson dropped ten grand. Matthew Stafford saw that, put twelve thousand down. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft donated eighteen thousand, and the Washington Commanders dropped five thousand on the charity. AEW's wrestler Chris Jericho, he donated five thousand dollars. Yeah, and then when he realized that he on the GoFundMe page typed his name incorrectly, felt bad, so he donated another five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with the yeah. correct spelling? Yes, he spelled, awesome for spelled Jericho correctly, yeah. but the first time he spelled his name, Chris, C-H-R-U-S. Oh, oh Chris, well. Chris, Chris Jericho. The so, I and the U are right next to each other on the keyboard. So, so he it's not, donated, I do these things all the time, yeah. man. The NFL, by the way, they are flat out denying that they told Bills and Cincinnati players, uh, the, the Bills and the Bengals, to warm up and get ready to play in five minutes. They're denying that, but Joe Buck is not denying that, nor is ESPN. Uh, according to Joe Buck, who spoke with the New York Post, he said that the information pertaining to the game resuming came from the network's rules expert, John uh, Perry. Yeah. Perry uh, said that, told Buck he was in constant communication with the NFL, and he had relayed that message to, to Buck that they're right. going to try to resume this in five minutes, at which point Stefan Diggs started trying to rally his troops, and so didn't Sean McDermott. Okay. And it wasn't until the Cincinnati head coach said, F this, and walked across the field saw, and said, saw we doing it. doing this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and as far as evidence goes, ESPN, uh, you know, pointed out this clip. I'm going to play you the beginning. This is John uh, Perry talking to Joe Buck. Joe, just talked with New York in the command center. The situation has risen to a point. I'm going to stop it right there. Just remember that phrase. The situation has risen to a point. Okay. okay. Here's the whole soundbite. Joe, just talked with New York in the command center. The situation has risen to a point where they want to give both teams, coaches, personnel, an opportunity to go back into a locker room, regroup themselves, and so the game has temporarily been suspended. The point that ESPN wants to make here is that we're now we're now at the point where this is what they're going to do. Right. As if there was another plan in place. And that plan was five minutes. ESPN is not backing down. The NFL is saying, no, we never said that. Because it's bad for the NFL to Heck have yeah. said that. So they're trying to get out of it, and you ESPN know, you, and Joe Buck are not. They, they kind of yeah. can both be right here. These things evolve. Yeah. True. We don't know what's wrong with the guy. Yes. All right, get ready yeah. to play in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, or, or one guy in New York yeah. who... Thought. Just talking yeah. off the top of his head. Well, yeah, we would just give you five minutes. And, yeah, you know, I I remember uh, doesn't check with anybody uh, on nine eleven. There was a certain person here. Uh, he's no longer at the station, but yeah. yeah, he was counting up Aerosmith tickets for that evening. And after the towers came down, he was still counting. 
and he thought there was still going to be a concert that night. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I remember the, the program director saying, "What the hell are you doing? Do you know what just happened? Do you are, yeah. do you have any common sense? Right? There's no concert tonight. Right? There's no concert tomorrow night or the yep. next night. Yeah." Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, they're denying it. ESPN football analyst Bart Scott, latest put his foot in his mouth over the situation, appearing on part of the interruption with Stephen A. Smith. Scott blames Cincinnati's uh, receiver T. Higgins for what happened. Right before the tackle, he lowers his helmet and he kind of throws his body into his chest. He's standing up because he's thinking he's got to take ch- chase T. Higgins at an angle to make a tackle. So he didn't yeah. expect T. Higgins to launch his body back into him. You know, it's one of those things that a lot of times you sit as a linebacker, uh, Dude, un- yeah. unblocked, you know, Unengaged un- um, running back comes through the hole and he knows that contact's coming, so he lowers his helmet and you can't get underneath him. So he's able to get into you and your chest is exposed. So they, they, they've taken that out of the game, but they don't really regulate it as much as possible. I, I, I expect the league would be a lot more vigilant when it comes to that and using that penalty. I've watched this play so many times and I, did, I watched it again before I came in here this morning. Yeah. Higgins is what is he supposed to do? Stand up and let the defensive back Just smash crush him? His ass? Yeah, what he did was he lowered his shoulder, yeah. his head was lowered too. But if you go back and watch this, somebody has to prove to me that the helmet hit the hit him. No, he, he didn't get he, hit with he, the helmet. Did, no, that it was the was shoulder. Wrong. It was yeah, the shoulder was right shoulder. into the chest. What else do you want? They're playing football. Well, anyways, Micah Parsons is just one. We're all looking for something to say, I guess. Micah Parsons, linebacker for the Cowboys, was just one of the many players coming to the defense of T. Higgins. He quickly tweeted out, you serious? Why do you let some people speak on TV? This was a freak accident, but putting fault on another player is wild. They should make some of you guys go over lines or something, you know, uh, to even be able to take a seat at the table. Wow. He then went on to say, like, it doesn't even, you didn't even consider how T. Higgins feels about airing some BS like this this traumatic event he just went through i swear some of these tv guys have too much egos on that stage and uh he's right oh you gotta you're the guy with the ball you gotta protect yourself you get to do that and and by the way like you did anything wrong uh a lot of there's a lot of misinformation about the situation uh i had three people send me this thing about t higgins leaving uh the stadium and staying at the hospital Mm -hmm. uh i have not seen that reported on a legitimate news uh, site right so right. uh, until it's reported by, I don't know, ABC, NBC, Fox, take your pick. I'm interested yeah. in this, though, and I, I don't know the answer to it. Uh, he's, he's 24 years old. Uh, he's been revived twice. He has lung damage. Yeah. It, it, the scuttlebutt right now is he is unlikely to return to this job. Yes, right? correct. That, that it's just yeah. we don't know why a 24-year-old has a heart attack, yeah. you know. And he's, there's $6 bucks in this charity fund, but that's supposed to go to a charity. Yes, is he allowed to tap some of that for his own expenses? I don't. I don't if it's if he if he did the paperwork you know for I mean? the charity, because I, I believe that that's how this some of this was intended. Yeah, they thought it would go to him. Maybe, I don't know, but even it if feels not, like even if not, yeah. uh, yeah. he'll be taken care of. I was going to say yeah, if yeah. if. God it's, willing, well, I'm sure it's, through this. It's not like the olden days when Jack Players Tatum took out Daryl Stingley right, and exactly. Stingley yeah, got sure. almost nothing. Sure. He'll, he'll be taken care and of. And I bet you people would donate all over again if he needed help yeah. after all this. Good point. Yeah. Very all good right. point. Back to you, Rod. Thank you. Meanwhile, ESPN, they've got a football analyst, Bart Scott, former New York Jet player, and he's the latest to put his foot in his mouth over this Hamlin situation. He was on pardon the interruption with Stephen A. Smith. And Scott blames Cincinnati's wide receiver T. Higgins for what happened. Right before the tackle, he lowers his helmet and he kind of throws his body into his chest. He's standing up because he's thinking he's got to take ch- chase T. Higgins at an angle to make a tackle. So he didn't expect T. Higgins to launch his body back into him. 
you know, it's one of those things that a lot of times you sit as a linebacker, uh, un- unblocked, you know, un- unengaged um, running back comes through the hole, and he knows that contact's coming, so he lowers his helmet, and you can't get underneath him. So he's able to get into you, and your chest is exposed. So they, they, they've taken that out of the game, but they don't really regulate it as much as possible. I, I, I expect the league will be a lot more vigilant when it comes to that and using that penalty. Now, this is one of those things. I've never played uh, professional football. I didn't play football in college. What? I didn't. Oh. Uh, but uh, <laughs> what the hell is this guy supposed to do? He catches the, the ball in, op- in the open field. He's not yeah. near the sideline. He's not stepping out of bounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of the field. And Are he we did, all going to start sliding? Yeah, he, yeah, or, exactly. Oh, yeah. Or, why don't we play yeah. flag football? Yeah. He, uh, he lowered his shoulder. He didn't, you know. He goes, he lowered his head. Well, when you when you lower your shoulder, your head tends to go. Your with head it. has to go with yeah. the shoulder. Yeah. And if you watch this replay, you can find it online. And I've watched this thing like twenty times now between the last two days. He lowers his shoulder because he wants to hit the guy that's coming for him. Yeah. He doesn't go Hopefully open. to bounce off. Yeah, exactly. keep going. It's yeah. his job. Exactly. It's Bart, his job. Bart Scott's an idiot, and he's getting creamed In no way is he trying by... to spear him in the chest, yes. nor does he. It doesn't yeah. look like a helmet hits him. Yep. NFL players, current NFL players, offensive and defensive players are not happy with Bart Scott right now because they think that that was a horrible thing to say. And how dare you try to make T. Higgins feel worse than he already does? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Good point. He feels miserable. Fox Sports, Skip Bayless is a complete douchebag that I've hated for a long time. Can yes, tell you, he does all, all opinions. Yeah, he's a yeah. jerk, and uh, and he cut his bones on LeBron James. Now, let, let me just say this: I know there's people out there that hate LeBron James for uh, political stances and whatnot. For a moment, if you can, if you can just in your mind, separate that and just think about his basketball career that he's been, what, 20 years now. Yeah. Uh, he's he's one of the best, one of the greatest. To have ever played To have ever played. 100%. And over the last 20 years, he's you one of the. Yeah, that. can't deny it. Uh, Skip has made, uh, uh, you know, you go online and find hours of this stuff, just him mocking LeBron James, you know, bringing up stuff that's not important and ripping LeBron James. Anyway. Well, yesterday. He's uh, he's on the show, and uh, and yeah. he's on his show, a show that he does with Shannon Sharp. But he was by himself because uh-huh. Shannon Sharp did not show up for the taping of Undisputed, and it is believed that he decided he wasn't going to work with Skip yesterday because of Skip's insensitive tweets about the Hamlin situation the night before. Okay, so he didn't show up. So Skip has all this time, and it's just Skip. So what is he going to do? Mm-hmm. He's got an hour to fill. No Shannon Sharp, who does a lot of talking. This is when guys get in trouble. So what he they does? Got to think of stuff. Is all of a sudden shoot from the lip. He does something that no one is going to believe for yeah. a second. He starts praising LeBron James. Wow. He, he says he's a LeBron James fan. Has been since he entered the league. Never misses a game. Loves LeBron James. Continued with this. He looks better than ever. His body looks sensational to me. It it looks. So sleek, so svelte. He looks down a few pounds from last year, which is a great thing. And he still plays bully ball with the best of them. LeBron James, greatest driver of the basketball ever. I don't think it's even close. LeBron James is still the best passer in basketball, but now without Anthony Davis. Who the hell is he kidding? He went on for five minutes straight just talking about how it's coming from. He has, he he's trying to figure what can I do to not make people mad today because because <laughs> because Shannon didn't show up. He's already in the hot seat. I'm already yeah. so let me just start praising people that I've despised for the last twenty years. Okay. He's such a douche, 
Anyway, that was the Skip Bayless Report, sponsored by the new game show, Stabbed in the Butt. We now return to Stabbed in the Butt, the only game show where if you get the answer wrong, you get stabbed in the butt. All right, Bradley, here's your question. What is the atomic weight of nitrogen? (laughs) Get him, guys! Stab him in the butt! (laughs) In the NBA last night, the Celtics, with all of their freaking weapons... Everybody out there playing got clobbered by Oklahoma City, 150 to 117. You guys suck. Uh, in Milwaukee, the Bucks topped the Wizards, the Sacramento Kings, the Satchels beat the Utah Jazz. On the ice, it was the Sabres over the uh, Capitals in D.C., 5-4 in overtime. Rangers over the Hurricanes, 5-3. Islanders beat the Canucks. The Blues over the Maple Leafs. The Kraken with another victory. They beat the Edmonton Oilers in Edmonton. Tampa Bay on the road. A couple of former Norfolk Admirals scoring for the uh, Lightning in that one. They beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-1 as Alex Kalorn and Pat Maroon each had a goal. And coming up tonight at the Scope, I don't have to tell you, the Reading Royals are in town. And uh, when they come to town, man... You can forget about it. Yeah. Uh, Norfolk Admirals and the Reading Royals tonight, 7.05. Be down there or not. Uh, Reading Royals, Norfolk Admirals. <laughs> Here is your fun fact. Boy, you're some hype man you are. Be down there or not. <laughs> Here's your fun fact. <laughs> yeah. The biggest gold nugget ever found was found in Australia. And you know why? Why? Because that's not a nugget. This it, is a nugget. You didn't get a nugget. Aid. Tried to yeah. kill somebody, didn't it? It weighed. Uh, <laughs> it, it fell on him. Oh, yeah. it, it might have. It weighed almost two hundred pounds. Ah. Oh man! Yeah. Can you imagine? Wow! 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 And somehow it's venomous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The gold in Australia will yeah. burn through your fingers. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Don't yeah. touch it. <laughs> Don't do it. I told him, I said, don't do it. All right. In Australia, gold bites you. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Powers.